Greetings, beautiful people. This is Jay here from Lads Talk Health and as always, sending nothing but love and kindness and positivity to all. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. Please, please, if you enjoy it, let other people share your enjoyment. Love to you all. Hello, Insta. An impromptid late night Lads Talk Health. Ooh, exciting. As always, sending lots and lots of loving, healing energy out to everybody whoever watches any of these videos and kindness and a message of just saying wow you are incredible you are enough just as you are which is massively massively important to be a knowing uh, gonna be an interesting one this evening wait for my beautiful mate harry thomas to jump on apologies in advance i have well i have what would be there's hazard man you beautiful beautiful man Yeah, as I was just saying, I've got a, um, a, a hello, Hazar. Um, just saying to the audience, apologies in advance for a bit snotty this evening, but we're gonna gonna muscle through. How you doing? Yeah, good, thank you, mate. Just been at the beach all day. You look sun kissed. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, <coughs> quite tired now. Yeah. Good. You're gonna be hello, PM. You're going to be on form then. It's going to be your natural soul talking. How's my sound? Is it all right? Yeah, you're fine. You're, you're, you're really good as well. Really clear at the minute. That's, that's all right? Yeah, actually, that's even that a little bit clearer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's really good. Um, I was just saying, actually, it's a bit of an impromptu later, lads will go than usual. And... Um, Actually, you normally play some, so I'm going to play some if you don't mind this call. The reason I, I like, I, as I said, I interrupted, as Harry's pointed out, he was on the beach, and I was quite keen to interrupt his son time to, to get online, because the last few shows that we've done, and it's on different platforms as well, isn't it, Has It's not just been on As Talk Health, it's been on, uh, we've been privileged to be on other platforms. In fact, I myself was on a, a huge platform, drcharliewall.com, um, well worth having a look the guys funny enough talking about a lot of stuff that we're going to uh, well we're going to touch on what we can within the time frames we've got this evening but um, Harry pulled me up on something after our uh, what was it sorry my, my mind's blank what was it today it was a my Bromley we did my Bromley cancer that's right so it was a cancer a talk we did around cancer we've done many talks around cancer uh, on a, a platform on, on Instagram called My Bromley, and how he said to me afterwards, he was like, "Watch it back. Watch your energy. Like you feel really, really like you come across very angry." Um, and that's the truth. And I said to Hazard, you know, and, and then what happened was, so Harry gave, as always, gave me great feedback, and I had a, a good think about what he pulled me up on. And then out of the blue, a, a lady, as I said to you, Hazard, all the way from Austin, Texas who initially reached out through Harry to get hold of me. I had a chat with her. And it, 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 it's just beautiful how the universe synchronizes. And it, it brought me back into, okay, what it is I'm actually angry about. Um, and it's a lot, has. <laughs> there is a lot. And we had that really good discussion earlier as well, didn't we, about when I was saying, can your soul be angry and, and justify? Oh, there's Maya Bromley. Hello, Maya Bromley. Can your soul be angry uh, and, and justifiably so? And we had a good chat on that earlier. Has if you're still there, I don't know, but you've, the old circle of death has started 
whiz him round you there mate oh no we've lost him he's coming back in now he should pop back up in a minute and win a second hopefully on two sex people apologies about this hello bow if that's you mate there you go sure was I that did. your connection um, was that yours or mine sure. you're frozen again mate there you go you're back now you there? Let's try it on that. I'll do it on my data. Yeah? That's clear as anything now. Clear as anything. Okay. Um, what was I just saying? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we was, we had that combo, didn't I, when I said to you, Harry, like, you know, I, can, I was trying to work out if your soul can, can be angry. Because obviously that's an emotion we, which I always say is something that doesn't serve you. Um, so I suppose it could have been my ego piping up trying to justify it. But there, there was a... Actually, how did you... How did you describe it earlier? Do you remember? Um, your soul suffering. So it's not it's, it's not so much your ego; it's your soul suffering because you're not listening to it. It's telling you. Perfect. Which then, in my case, I realised led to an egotistical anger, which was which stemmed from the soul suffering. Now, and then I was trying to justify it, not get my words right. But I, I tell you, I want to start this, Harry, because this is off the back of what this lady from Austin, Texas was talking about this evening. Um, and it's about, um, I don't know about yourself, because I can't assume, I mean, we have these conversations. I know we, we preach, preach, what a terrible word. We share a lot about the importance of foundations. And for me, the reason that's so important, hello, anyone who's joined, um, is from what, I've experienced since coaching people and since working eight years ago, starting working with people uh, that in many cases have been told that they're going to die, um, is people's self-worth. Often you can stem back to <clears throat> some of the deeper questions that we tend not to ask ourselves because always too hippie is where, where are we from? How did we get to where we are today as in humans? And yeah, that might sound always oh, a bit weird, but let's just clarify. If if for those people, in fact, whether you're spiritual or not, because this narrative, I've heard people, Harry, um, it's fair to say from both sides of the fence, whether you're religious or not, spiritual or not, atheist, whatever you want to call you are, a lot of people subscribe to heliocentrism. Now, if you don't know what that is... Not, not a lot, the, most... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, let's that's, that's not yeah, that's not sugarcoat it. Most, in fact, there's what's interesting within the religious circles. What I've experienced, both uh, is Islamic and Christian, because they're two debates I've had with different people from. Is people from the religious world as well tend to swing between the two of what we're going to talk about. They'll try and justify, it, and then you'll use the religion that's in the books, and they'll go, "Oh no, but you know, God didn't mean it that way," and blah blah blah. Um, but heliocentrism. So just to clarify. Let's define terms from the off of what heliocentrism is. So heliocentrism tells us that the Earth 
is on a 15 degree axis, spinning at a thousand miles per hour, and I'm only I'm not even going to touch on the other planets for the time being. Earth is spinning a thousand miles per hour at the equator. As that is spinning, we're also traversing around the sun in a gravitational orbit at 666, 666, interesting, 666,000 miles per hour around the sun. You've got people in Australia sticking upside down to a ball. We've got buildings and boats that go over the horizon, apparently go underneath and around. We've got aeroplanes that let's think and think about this for a second. When was you ever on an aeroplane where you felt it dipping every, which would work out every couple of minutes, you would feel the nose dip to cater for the, spin, uh, for the shape of the earth. Um, it has you believing that trillions and trillions and trillions of tons of water sticks to this spinning ball. Okay, which I'd love anyone to show me an example where you can anywhere you can actually show water sticking to the outside of anything whilst you're spinning it around. Um, and Harry, I'll give you, there's loads more, I'm going to let you pass for you to touch on a few as well. But my point is, what we're told is that there was this, what I like to refer to, far in space of gases going, and all of a sudden, over millions of years, we're here now. Harry, I've only touched on a few. Please, touch on a, what, what else are we told about heliocentrism? We're told that the sun is 93 million miles away. And just, just that calculation alone, who's gone 93 million miles to actually work out, that's how far it is. Um, we're told that we landed on the moon in 1969. And Why have we been back, Harry? Uh, they've deleted the tape cassettes. NASA have deleted all of them and removed them all. If you look at the actual memory on the computer that was used for that Apollo 11 mission, it was 4,028 words. So that equated to so many watts, <laughs> which equated to less than eight megabytes of memory. <laughs> that that was the computer that got us up to the moon. We also had a telephone conversation with the president at the time, Nixon, with the people just on the moon. I wonder what te technology we used then, because we didn't even have broadband. <laughs> we also had a, a really, really intelligent, clever cameraman that was standing on the moon, filming the people whilst they're dancing on the moon, landing and... Uh, uh, incoming how did he get on the moon before they first of all got there and, uh, and he, was, he was still there like you said videoing <laughs> them as they went off bear in mind yeah. go on sorry so the, cam so the camera goes up so what um, space plug sockets do they have to uh, work all that electricity up there from 1969 and just touching on 9-11 because it is the anniversary of it this weekend they yeah. were showing t footage from 20 years ago with the cameras that they were recording that were like really old cameras. And people were saying, can you imagine if you use that camera and 20 years later, they're still looking at your videos? Well, these cameras <laughs> were about 40 years, yeah, about 40 years even before that. So questions that still haven't been answered. Um, 
we're told that the um, like, like James said, that the water is stuck to the earth and there's not one uh, example where we can see that earth from space, from all the different cameras that they got, showing a real life video stream of that earth upside down. Because you would just get your zoom camera and zoom right into the water and be like, wow, that's quite cool. That ship's upside down. I wonder how that works. <laughs> and to touch on pictures of the earth again challenge us on any of this okay because there's an importance to this we're not just spouting off this what we're talking about is the actual this is what my kids get taught in school this is what i was taught in school as well and we're going to get back to the the attack on our foundations at this but it's like how you said regarding the pictures there is not one actual photograph of the earth they are all CGI. Everything admitted by NASA, admitted by any there's, space. There's one, the blue marble is the only ah. real photo that they got, the iconic blue marble photo. And that was like 1975. But as James was saying, there's, there's not one other photo that's real. And they admit that on their own website. And just to touch on the blue marble, okay, the current narrative by the NASA Jesus, which is Neil deGrasse Tyson, okay, is, is the Earth is not even round, okay? It's opaque. It's a pear. So how does that blue marble, be, did it change shape over the years, that we, over the last 20 years or 30 years that we want, or even longer, 60, whatever it is that we want to talk about? And let's give you something else to, to ponder, okay? Gravity people excuse me i've got cold as well at the moment sorry but gravity do you know first and foremost actually first and foremost which gravity do you subscribe to if you do subscribe to gravity because you've got newtonian gravity which is the false gravity of the pressure going at uh, pushed down at nine meters uh, per second squared on the force and speed of, of the of the force to push down and then you've got Einsteinian gravity, which is the bending of space and time. Now, complete two different theories of gravity. However, most of you, and I'm going to be assumptious, most of you will say, yeah, it's, it's, it's the false one. Okay, so since 1915, when Einstein's theory of relativity was launched, this is verbatim. It's superseded superseded Newtonian gravity. Now, what does superseded mean? Took over, rubbished, changed, whatever you want. It no longer, since 1915, there hasn't been a force in mainstream astrophysics or any other mainstream heliocentric narrative on gravity. Guess what, people? Since 1915, there's been no gravity. So now let's go back to what we said about the Earth spinning and the water sticking. And All the people in Australia since 1915 should have fell off, Hazard, because there's been nothing else holding them on since then. Okay? Okay? Boats. Boats going over the horizon. Oh, yeah, that proves, because they, they go from the top. They go from the top down. Okay, that shows it's going over. Okay, so... With my son's telescope, <laughs> which I strategically bought for his birthday so that I could check this for myself when we lived in England. Now that I live in Spain, guess what I can see? Without even the telescope, 
Okay, I live in Costa del Sol in Spain, so there's plenty of beaches. So I can go down to sea level, interesting. I can go down to sea level and I can look across and I can see Morocco. Now, what's the, what's the importance of that? Well, according to mainstream science and the, which you can check this on Google, people. If, if, again, uh, the beauty of this, I'm, we're going to give you mainstream narrative. Go and have a look. According to the Google Earth Curve Calculator, I shouldn't see any of Morocco because for every mile you travel on the globe, every mile you travel, there is an eight-inch drop squared the mile that you've traveled. So for the first mile, one times one is one, one times eight is eight inches. For the second mile, two times two is four, four times eight is 32 inches, and so on and so on. You do the maths. Morocco, even the highest mountains, should be completely out of my eye line. Yeah, I can get my telescope out, and I can see buildings. <laughs> From the bottom up. I can't see that with my eye, but I can see Morocco with my eye. I can actually get my telescope out and actually see buildings from the bottom up. Now, for those of you that were, a lot of people probably wouldn't even know, but to say that, oh, it's a super looming mirage refraction, do me a favor. Do me a favor. That is a load of cods wallop. Absolute load of cods wallop. Okay. So what's our point of all of this? And this is where, this is what I've been angry about lately, Hazard, because if you look at, the COVID thing that's currently going on. If, in fact, you look at everything, and this is the thing, and like you've touched on the moon landing, here's an opinion of man and Harry's people. There is absolutely no way, no way in, in, in this scientific earth that we live on that we could ever have gone to the moon. Not even touching on some of the stuff Harry's talked about. Oh, not even touching on the fact within the last six years or seven years, they actually, go, go Google this, they actually moved the moon by thousands and thousands of miles. Now, why is that relevant? Well, the reason we're told the only way we worked out how to get to the moon is we used trigonometry, which made us know to the millimeter how much fuel we needed. And that's the only way we could get there and get back. It was all judged on mathematics and on how much fuel we needed. Okay. They just moved the moon by thousands and thousands and thousands of miles. So they must have cocked up so coincidentally perfect that they still managed to get it right. Come on, people. Think about that for a minute. Please, use your knots. Yeah? What a load of bollocks. Right. Now, Hazard, again, please give some more because there's so many more that we can list before we go into yeah. the point. I guess I, I just want to kind of set the tone in, in, in whatever we're speaking now, this is our truth and this is a knowing. And people get... I'm going to ask people, check in with your own feelings on this because it does trigger feelings if you're not sure. That's called cognitive dissonance. It's where someone's challenging your beliefs and what you know as a knowing and someone will actually be able to show you and present you a number of information that rather than being intrigued to look at it and being open to change, which that's life, they get angry and they get personal. <clears throat> so... I'm at a stage in my life now where I know my truth. And if I'm unsure, I'll ask more questions until I can find it my truth or I say, I don't know yet. But what the, the key thing for truth is you cannot argue with truth. Truth is truth. And the problem with truth seeking versus the individuals delivering truth seeking 
a lot of the time it's about being right or being first. Me and James are coming from a place of truth. So we may not be right, but at the moment, this would be our current truth until someone can show us otherwise. But I'm not putting my trust in any other human being now until I experience it myself and I can give it the old big tick across and then I can have more questions to go into a different way. So I'm saying this a lot more confidently now. If you don't agree with it, rather than getting angry, just show us why you don't agree with it and then justify that with something you can back out with. And if that is truth, then be like, oh, brilliant, thank you for sharing that. But what happens is people get really frustrated and we're gonna keep this really simple to start with. People are brainwashed. The vaccines and everything that's going on with COVID, people are starting to see it, some are not though. But to even have conversations about the vaccines for people being willing open, my first checking point is, do you believe that we've been to the moon? Because we've got a long way to go backwards first just to show you logical stuff. And then if I ask you, what do you think? The ego doesn't want to let you answer because deep down you know, shit, I don't know the answer here. And if you do do that, then you're inviting yourself for being wrong, which is okay. So I just want to kind of set the tone now. If, you're, if you don't agree with it, I'd love to hear your opinion why and then prove it. But we're going to make it so simple for people. Go and do your research and then come back to us. And I guarantee that you'll be fighting against this truth. Truth always wins. And just to observe something you said, and the beauty of truth is, there isn't a right or wrong to search with truth. It's just truth. So it's not that, and this is, again, you hear in the truth-seeking movement, there's so much ego, everyone wants to have their right. No, I'm right. It's not about being right. It's just truth. That's all it is. And, um, yeah, so let's get back Let's get back to the heliocentric story. Now, you placed that beautifully, by the way. Like Harry said, okay, you've got to be honest with yourself. If anyone watches this video, you have to be honest with yourself. This is worth watching. We're not talking shit. You might not like us, but please, like Harry said, listen and prove us wrong with what we're saying. So we've touched on, number one, this is a truthful fact from the mainstream narrative. Gravity is not a force. That's current since 1915. Okay, just to touch on that, okay? Number two, we used trigonometry, which I'm going to touch on actually how that works for those of you who, who may not know. And by the way, everything we're saying, we're not being patronizing at all because the, all of this stuff, me and Harry, that's been, between the two of us, this is 20-something years worth between the two of us now of looking at stuff, researching, going backwards and forwards, challenging each other, finding different opinions, coming back and go to realize just how much, about, like I said, back to this whole foundation thing. This is how, excuse my language, but this is how they fuck us from the off is they take away something that is a truth that I'm going to get to the end of this story so that we can back backdate it after straight away afterwards is guess what people you are created I'm not religious by the way you are created you are special you are unique you are supposed to be here so are your children because bear in mind if you're if you're subscribing to this heliocentrism which is the globe the planets the the gravity bear in mind there is no gravity anymore because it's now Einsteinian's theory, the bending of space and time. Sorry, go on, mate. And, and the other uh, theory that most people do subscribe to is Newtonians, which was in the 1600s. And just focus on the second word that come out of my mouth, theory. If you go look at the definition of theory, that is not fact. It's someone's opinion, someone's 
observation, someone's theory. So we subscribe to these models as facts, but yet that was made in 1600s. This other theory from someone else who was very clever, Einstein, had then subscribed as a new one that was 1915. Yeah, yeah. So and, and has, without the technology that we have now. Yeah, yeah. So without being able to go up there, this is how. And and what they then did, they hijacked the word science and said, "Oh, it's a scientific theory," as if that made it any more of a truth and less of a theory. No, Ooh, it's still a theory, people. And again. Just to, let's just touch on the science again, because science is beautiful, and you don't have to. This is the beauty, by the way, people. You haven't got to read astrophysics books and all the rest of it to become scientific, because science, actually true science, not pseudoscience, true science is natural science. It's what is on our plane that we live on. That's science. It's what you can see, what you can touch, what you can smell. And most importantly, for anything to be Backed, scientifically backed, there is a stringent, empirical, scientific experimentation process that must be followed, <laughs> otherwise it bollocks. And again, please don't take my word for this. Go and have a look. It's there. You can just Google anything we're saying. This is how in your face they push this. So just to very quickly touch on the scientific experimentation, okay? You see something. Oh, look, there's some bright lights in the sky. I'm going to make a hypothesis. That's step one. You hypothesize. And that's your theory. Hmm, I wonder if there's a light switch turning them on or not, whatever it is. <laughs> then you have to have, otherwise this will never, ever, ever be science, ever, a controlled variable, a dependent variable, and an independent variable, which are the factors which is, your theory, okay, I'm going to back up that there's a light switch. There's a big light switch that someone in the side clicks on. So that's my theory. Bosh. Then what I have to do, I have to have other variables that could potentially be the reason why. Not necessarily, because science, remember, is about proving itself wrong to be true. That's the beauty of natural science, if you follow it properly. So without your three variables, independent, dependent, and controlled variable, if it does not follow those method, that method, guess what, people? This is fact. It has nothing to do with science. Nothing. It's nothing related. And just for you people out there, cosmology and all that, astrology, that's not science. None of that is science. And you get these programs with these new, oh, look at our new scientific machines. Nothing man-made, nothing man-made is science. Again, that's a fact. Okay, so why is all of this stuff important? So let's go back to, I'm hoping something might be tweaking for anyone who's watching this now. And again, it might be that cognitive dissonance that Harry talked about. Oh, you're talking shit. What do you two know about? What could you do? Fucking him and his best. Him, blah, 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 blah. Fine. Make me the dick. Please challenge me on, or Harry, on any of this stuff that we're saying. Okay? And again, people, think about this. How do we know how much the Earth weighs? Harry, how, much, how big must that scale have been to plonk the Earth on top of the Earth? And again, people say, oh, that's mathematics. All right, people, let's give you just very quickly. How, how, I'm going to do trigonometry, then it's over to you. So trigonometry, okay? For, you, for those that don't know, without trigonometry, 
Like how we said at the beginning, that's how we know that the sun's 93 million miles away. And the moon, oh, actually, the, moon, the trigonometry on the moon changed because that moved a few years back. That, they bent that one. Point be, any of the stars, any of the other planets, they use trigonometry. How do they do that? So, very simple. And again, this is supposedly empirical. Now, listen to what I say. For the sun, let's make the sun the starting point. I, the observer, I'm, I'm point A. Point B is the horizon. So here, here I am, here's point B, the horizon, okay? Point C is the light in the sky. All I have to do is get the angle, and of course, I've got my point B, that's so important, my horizon, to then give me my angle for point C. Now, this, bear in mind, this is our, every planet that we're told is there, and the distance that it is, is how it's worked out, is trigonometry. Now, what's the problem in this? Okay, every time it's worked off of the horizon. Now, what, first and foremost, then I think, what's, what's the horizon, people? Think about that. Oh, yeah, that's that point where the sky, it looks like the sky meets the ground or the sea or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, which perspective? That's what you can see. That's your perspective, which is fine. I accept it. Now, what happens every time you take one step? What does the horizon do? It goes one step away. You take another step, it keeps moving. Now, what's the relevance of that? The horizon, by definition, is an apparent, apparent position. What does apparent mean? Not actual. It's not really there. So every single measurement for the stars, the moon, the sun, is based on mathematics, on a position without point B. That's the most important part. Because point B gives you your line. So here I am, the observer. Right, there's my point B over here. So that gives me this line here that I've got. That's my foundation. But we just found out that the horizon here, oh, that's not real. So hold on. If the horizon's in a apparent position, which means it cannot be measured to, you can't. You cannot measure to an apparent position. Impossible. It's impossible. That means... Every single thing we've told, and I'm only addressing the sun and the planets, we've not even touched on space yet, and what space is, again, in mainstream narrative. We're not giving you a theory, and this is the beauty. The burden of proof of what the claim is, is on the claimant. So it's on the heliocentrism, and they're all their scientists that back this up and teach this bollocks to our kids in school. So just to finish up with, with the trigonometry then, for any celestial part of the sky that you see, we've been told from day one that has been measured using trigonometry with point B of that trigonometry of that triangle being a place that actually is never there. The horizon's never there. It's a perspective that you see because guess what? You can't see forever. <laughs> you just don't work like that. And if you don't believe me, just literally lower your head down to your table, put a one penny piece or a pound on your table standing up and then, and then bring your as you bring your head down to the level of the table, look what you see. Look what you see. I'm not going to tell you what you see. You look what you see and then, and that's something you can do yourself. You haven't got to use a telescope. You haven't got to use some sort of scientific machine. So, yeah, trigonometry, that's how we're told where the moon and the stars and the sun is. 
has just now, and I challenge anybody to debunk me because this is stuff you can do yourself. So you can go out and have a go yourself and then come back and debunk me. It's based on mathematics on a place of point B being the most important part to judge the angle, never ever being there in the first place. Harry, I'll give you space. So I'm out in Brazil at the moment and today I got to witness an incredible sunset. So I'm sitting there, it's very peaceful, water very calm. And then I see the sun coming down. It's moving really slowly and it keeps coming down and then it just disappears and the sky goes red. It's incredible. But we're told the sun does not move. <laughs> we're told, no, 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 don't be stupid. The sun's still and we're spinning. That's why it looks like it's moving. So I'm, I'm laying here and then I'm just thinking, fucking hell, we're actually spinning at the moment, we're told. And I'm like, I wonder how quick we're spinning. We're told <laughs> that we're spinning a thousand miles an hour. A thousand. Like, cars go a hundred miles an hour on the motorway. This is a thousand. So I'm spinning like a thousand miles an hour and the sun is peacefully <laughs> going down in tranquility. <laughs> so, first of all, we're told that we spin a thousand miles an hour. My first question to anyone, we don't even have to talk about any other topic. This is the model that you subscribe to, and this is what we're taught as fact. We're told we spin 24 hours in a day, one full turn of the earth. We're told we spin a thousand miles an hour, and yet we can't feel any of it. We can't see or experience any of it with any of our senses at all, apart from imagination, which is even hard to even imagine that because we don't have nothing to gauge it on. So if we come back onto that topic, go and tell me, just show me one proof that proves that we're spinning. Not spinning a thousand miles an hour, just spinning generally, just one proof. Or oh, go on Google, I'm gonna just show you, see what Google say. How do they know we're spinning? How do you prove that we're spinning? So that was one. And like the technology that we have nowadays is incredible. And like we've got literally satellite like technology and we've got super zoom cameras. We've, we've got literally everything. We're also told we've got this Hubble telescope that we've sent up there and it can zoom out into light years away and tell us that, oh, we've seen another planet. First of all, let's have a look at that technology. First of all, like how did they make that? How did they manage to know, right, we're going to design it with the capability of just keep going, just in case the universe gets a bit bigger. Like how have they come to them, the calculations? And when you start looking into these answers, you cannot find anything at all. Not one. So if we're told we're spinning at 1,000 miles an hour, 24 hours in a day, that's where it is. Really, that should be easy to go and find the answer. Simple answer. That's one of the first things we're told. Try Perfect. And I'd like to add, because I love the spin one. So, people, Coriolis. Oh, by the way, apologies for the note. That it's just gonna, I'll have to keep going otherwise I'd have to. So, I know I look, I look like a plum, but I don't care. It's my ego. I, my ego checked me. He said, you look like a plum. I told you I don't care. I don't want to keep whacking snot. So, apologies, though, mate. And for anyone who's watching, right, Coriolis. This is so important, people, right? And I know I must be like <laughs> such a nut case doing this with these tissues in my nose. Actually, I'll take them out. Let's just yeah, take them out. Right. 
I'm going to keep wiping my nose in. Right, Coriolis effect. Why is this important? Google Coriolis because this is how, and again, I'm going to give you an example. And think about this because this will drop. This will drop. Just think. Right, so the earth spins west to east. Right, all the time. We're on an angle. We're going to touch on that. West to east. Now, we're told. By mainstream science, this isn't like I said, this isn't us, this is, this is, I'm telling you, this is what, like I said, our kids get taught. We're told that, and I'll give you an actual example, in the NFL final, their World Cup final has whatever the equivalent is, this was three or four years back, four maximum, New, there was a field goal kicked right at the end, the last seconds of the game. And it was like, remember when England won the World Cup, the Rugby World Cup, Johnny Wilkinson done the kick and it went over the line, right? It went over the post. So last seconds of the game, um, the, the, one of the, the Packers or whatever, uh, they kicked the ball and it just went over the goalpost. Now, Neil deGrasse Tyson, like I said, he's your modern day science Jesus. He's the dude. Everyone, when it comes to science now, He's the dude, right? So, he tweeted, the only reason that that ball went over the goalpost is because of Coriolis. Now, what Coriolis is, in layman's, you've got different reference frames. You've got the inertia and the inertia reference frame. Okay, so let's make it simple. When you're on the ball, spinning west to east, if I've got anything here, spinning west to east, whatever, let's just say, you know, you're going that way, actually that way, so they say it's going that way around, all right, you're here, so, of course, this goalpost, like science told us, because the earth spin, oh, it just went over the lion hazard because of the earth spinning, right? That's Coriolis. It's a very simple example. Now, somebody tweeted straight away, how come, and it was in America, it was, they referred to two, I, I won't get the place, in fact, let's just, just to say it was in England. Let's just say it was a guy from Manchester said, all right, cool. So how come when I fly from Manchester to London with the spin of the earth, yeah, it takes a certain amount of time. And then when I fly back, I'm going against the spin of the earth. So of course, of course, listen, think about this. Manchester's coming to me. Why doesn't it take a hell of a lot quicker <laughs> to get there? He removed his tweet instantly. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Because what's the importance of this, people? Think about it. This is what they use. They tell us, and again, think. And, and by the way, if, any, if, you, if your initial answer is something like, oh, the plane goes at different speeds. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And another thing, think how fast. When you're on the plane, has a think about you're, on, you're at the airport and you're going west to east. You're, in, you're on the airplane. For you to take off <laughs> and, and then launch across like to wherever your destination is for you to take off if you're anywhere near the aquatic aquatic countries you've got to be traveling at over a thousand miles an hour just to beat the spin of the earth think about that people think you're on a ball you're spinning one way you can't just go up the same speed and then you know you wouldn't go in you'd just be carrying on going with the ball you have to of course go faster now i'm telling you there's not one airplane aeroplane, funnily enough, plane on this plane that actually takes off at a thousand miles per hour. None. Absolutely none. All right? And again, just to give you another example of Coriolis, and please think about this. 
Because this is, this is what we're told, okay? You're on a helicopter. Oh, it's hot air balloon. As soon as you leave the first reference frame, which is Earth, because when you're on Earth, remember, you're going with Earth. Cool, that's fine. Let's just accept that. You're going with Earth. As soon as you leave, you don't start going with Earth, do you? You go straight up in the air, straight up in the air. So, of course, the second you've lifted off the floor, there should start being some movement with the natural rotation of the Earth. But how come you can come back down? Straight to this point where you started. Exactly to that point. Why when you kick a football up in the air? Again, why is that, <laughs> why is that not enough for you to see? I'll kick it up in the air. If it's gone up straight, there should be a shift. No, it comes straight back down. I'll tell you why. We're not spinning. We're not spinning. There's never been any proof of our spinning. There's never been. And think about people. So we've got these. We're told there are thousands now of so many satellites now that it's like a, a motorway up there with satellites. Now, all of these satellites just managed to match the gravitational pull to the Earth. Hold on a minute. Since 1915, there is no gravitational pull because we're now in Einsteinian science. And in Einsteinian science, it, there is no force. It's the bending of space and time. So there's your first problem. Straight away. That's your first problem. Because this is what we're told. It all comes into the, orbit, the gravitational orbits. And all that, that has a, we're not even touching on any other planets. Let's just talk about Earth. Right? All of these satellites that are up in the air, okay, which again, have been designed in such a way, all of these thousands and thousands of satellites to stick to this movement of the Earth on a 15 degree tilt the whole time you're going around. Is this not sinking in yet? Can you see, can you hear the bollocks that we're taught? Or is your cognitive dissonance still holding you to the point of what's he talking about? Snotty idiot on Instagram. Fucking was it? I'm telling you this. You live on a stationary plane and you can prove it yourself so, so simply without having to rely on some nut job telling you that you're on a 15 degree tilt. You spin at a thousand miles an hour. You're going at 666,000 miles. By the way, people, we're told we're traversing through the universes at over five and a half million miles per hour, right? But at the same time, as a, we've got Polaris, the northern star, <laughs> that is there every night. And there is nothing. Look into Polaris. There is no word about that's going through space. We see the same constellations every single night. But on the other hand, they're telling us we're traversing through galaxies and universes. We're not supposed to be taking the stars with us. Hazza, I'll give you some land right, mate. You've got, you got more to tell. Yeah, the, uh, just on the universe expanding, we're told, you know them big blower bubbles the kids have and it goes out? Just imagine this is the universe. We're told for every second the universe is expanding by two million miles. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, that's nonsense. Okay, let's go back to how we first found out the Earth was a globe. Because this was 500 years ago. And if you literally ask that same question, they still use the, the same uh, test that they did back then. Touch on uh, the method, Hazard, the sticks and the yeah, shadows. So, Touch on the so, method. Uh, 
That's what I'm going on. So we're, we're told that the fact that we're on a, a globe is from where they put two sticks in the floor at two different points, which <laughs> then the sun created a curve-shaped shadow. And that still <laughs> is the scientific method that we're told, with all the technology that we have, that we live on a globe. And again, you can go and research this, go and find out. The problem with that test straight away is that we've already told you that the sun is moving. So the sun is in two completely different points. It's not measured from the same axis to even call it that curve. It's nonsense. The sun is moving. You can see it. You can even hear it in the words. Sun rise. Sunset. It's not the earth rising. The earth spin. <laughs> Going out for the earth spin this morning. <laughs> it's sunrise. So uh, let, let me just stay on that one. Just to... Let's, Dumb it down just so we can experience it ourselves. You're looking out the window right now. You've got a bird that flies past you. Remember, this whole window setting is being recorded on camera as well. So the bird flies past you. You've got the moon that goes past you. Then you've got the sun. We can all agree that at some point we've seen those pass our eyesight on this earth. So imagine now we've recorded that for like non-stop on repeat. We can slow it down. We can speed it up. So I'm going to get each one of these things in separate layers. I'm going to cut them all onto the same screen. So we've got the bird, cut that on one. Then I'm going to get the moon and I've got the sun. So I'm going to speed the two up so you can all go like this across it. So just with that, we can all see it. Our experience, our eyes can see it there. But we're told, oh, no, no, the, um, the sun's not moving but the bird's moving and actually also the moon's going around us at the same time as, as we spin, but the sun's not. So I'm literally now looking at it, the sun's not, so we're kind of spinning like this and the earth's going and the moon's going slowly <laughs> across the sky. <laughs> Doesn't make sense at all. That's just logical. So we're using the, uh, a test with two sticks in the floor, which wouldn't actually pass any other test on this whole planet even the way that we, we build stuff, the way that we design stuff, wouldn't be with two sticks, nothing else to even justify it. We're using that. And then just using your own senses, you can feel that we're not spinning. And you can see that the earth is not uh, moving and you can see the things in the air. The sun is moving. Beautiful. And uh, I'm going to go, go off with that. So people, we've already touched on theory. So Gravity is a theory. That's, again, that's a fact. <laughs> Funny enough that gravity is a theory. Okay, that's accepted. They've accepted that they've never proven gravity. So all of those people that go, gravity. <laughs> they've never proven gravity. So you're, you're just literally saying a word. That's a theory. Okay, now, there are laws in nature. Laws. And guess what has a law? Gas. Gas has a law. So gas in its gaseous form, because gas can be obviously frozen into ice, it can be liquefied, but in its natural gaseous form, gas has a law. It fills the available space. Now that didn't matter if it was one of the microbiome-sized pieces of gas, it would still go woof, off into every single direction it possibly can. That's a law. Go and check it. It's not a theory. And guess what? Every single law, and I'm telling you, every single law in the last 20-odd years between us that we've looked into this stuff, 
every law you can demonstrate and follow the scientific actual method yourself and prove it yourself. For example, what happens when you blow into a balloon? The balloon expands because guess what? Oxygen is gas. We breathe gases. We're all part of this law of gas. What happens? Why doesn't the oxygen just go Well, it does when the, when the containment, which the balloon becomes, it becomes so stretched because so, that's how powerful gases, people. It's going everywhere all the time. With such a force, it will pop a balloon. That's a very minute scale. Limit. You can do that yourself. You can also YouTube and see thousands of videos of examples of where there'll be a glass in, in a lab of a glass tube bowl one side with the gas in it you can see the gas because of the color of it that the cloudy looking stuff and then on the other, other side of the tube there's another ball but in between there's a containment a blockage so that this gas over here is just doing that it's trying to get through but it can't then what happens they remove the containment the blockage instantly instantly the gas fills the available space and guess what they've now got equal amounts of gas bouncing all over the place why is this relevant and again look into this we're told we live on in an open system and part of what we breathe and without it we'd all die we have an atmosphere so for those of you who don't know, and by the way, none of this we've been patronizing with. Like I had to, I can only speak to myself, Harry, when I started looking into this stuff, I had to keep defining different words to find out what anything actually fucking meant. And this is how I know they hide it. Well, from people like me or anything, like I had to do my research into the language they were using. Atmo means gas. So they say we live and breathe on a gas sphere ball. That's what they say. That's accepted. Now, space. Look into this. Space is defined as the most infinite vacuum with the power of something to the minus 17 tor. And I think I've done well there. I think that's bang on. If you look into the, the, the power of the space vacuum, like how we said, I mean, we suck through black holes and all sorts, of millions and millions of miles away, trigonometry, right? So we, we do all of this stuff, right? So gas, gas, like, sorry, like I said, space has got this infinite vacuum which is at a power of 17 to the, uh, the minus to the 17 tor. That's how it scientifically is labeled as. <clears throat> and that's how we said, we've touched on the sun. The sun is an open gas ball, an open gas ball. Now, how, without any trying to be clever with some story or that just going, oh, they know, they just must know. How, considering we know gas has a law, how can we be breathing without just instantly from the start of the fart in space whenever we, we developed how could we possibly have any oxygen or any other form of gas on this planet if we're living which is this is their this is their fucking narrative people we're living in an open system next to the biggest vacuum the biggest Henry the Hoover you could ever come across in your life with this giant atomic gas ball of the sun, which is also an open system. 
think about it, people. And again, I'm sorry, Harry, I just want, cause I want to touch on every time, uh, every now and again, for me, Hazard, anyway. Why is this important? Because this story robs you of your sovereignty, your spiritual sovereignty of being, and I'm not religious, like I said, but you're, whoever gets to see this video, just know you're fucking amazing. You're unique. You're supposed to be here. You're not an accident. And you've been given a reparation machine in your body, which me and Harry have witnessed can overturn someone pointing a finger. It's like part of the whole narrative, the big fictional stories. Start pointing a finger and go, oh, you got six months. Oh, you got one year. Fucking bollocks. But yeah, back to this. Carry on this, this narrative though, Hazard. Sorry. Yeah. So, talking about the <coughs> vacuum of space. First of all, just understand what a vacuum is. The vacuum is removing that consumption of oxygen. Like there's no oxygen, like we told, no oxygen in space, and that's why we float. So let's take, you know, you have a candle, and on the candle, it has like a glass lid pot you can put on it. So if I, if I light the, the candle and it's flickering, and then I put the glass top on, I create a vacuum with inside the flame. And over time, we've removed all the air, that flame just disappears, right? It's gone. There's no more oxygen to keep that flame alight. So would I be wrong or right in saying, if I was to keep this lid on, could I reignite that candle or re reignite a flame to light the candle if, the if I'm still in this vacuum? Do me to answer? Yeah, yeah. Or in Spanish we'd say, no maestra. <laughs> <laughs> you would not be able to light that back up again. So let's go back to space, the vacuum of space when the astronauts landed on the moon and they were like jumping around like little daisy downs. <laughs> From here, we saw that the lunar had to take off again. It got reignited and all this spark and stuff. How is that possible if we're in a vacuum and there's no oxygen off there? How is it possible? Remember going back to 1969, so you can't even use thrusters and you can't even use all these technical words. How was that possible? So I want to touch on the foundations as well, because we work with people and we help them come back to their own senses, come back to their own feelings. Me and James have been on Hada, you in fact, I want to make observation. Let's keep this transparent, because this started experientially for both of us before we start saying, well, you help me, I help you. And this is what we share with the clients. But what you're about to explain which is bang on me, but it, I just want it to, this is so important, because I, I have been angry over it. I've realised what I've been angry. You've helped this come out with the conversation, and this is my point, and this is what I hope to hit home. We're not trying to be teachers or people that just fucking know everything. No, this is stuff we experience that has changed us for the better, Harry. That's the thing. We've changed for the better. We're not fucking perfect, far from it, but we've changed for the better in such a way that, yes, I'm going to now hand it back. Please finish. You was banging flow, but that's the backstory of what Harry's about to say. Sorry, mate. And remember, guys, this is our truth. Years and years of research, years of trying to debunk, years of trying to understand. Being ridiculed. Being ridiculed. <laughs> yeah, that, that comes always. Like people straight away, whenever you have these conversations, I keep people aware of their emotions because it does get angry just from one side. I then ask people to express their opinion and tell me why I'm not right. Can you just please explain what you think? 
please can you show me how you think that never can come back with anything. So as we said before, it's not about being right. It's about me proving that your model is wrong. And if then my model's wrong, you come and prove that I'm wrong. And then that will become the truth. But until you can do that, I still stick with my truth every single time. And we work with people. We've had spiritual experiences. We've had godlike moments. We've had near-death moments. Like, all within working with amazing people that in some cases have passed away and we've had visited. But because that's, that's not real, like you can't see it, you can't feel it, it's not physical, then we always got someone else saying, ah, that's bollocks. Uh, yeah, you, you must be chatting shit. You must have saw something. You must have felt something. I ask everyone watching, at some point in your life, would you say you've had some sort of, what did I say? spiritual uh, moment you've had a connection with ghosts you felt some presence there it just felt strange but you remember it clearly i think everyone can safely say that they've had something like that within their life okay so that's the first one is that we then question ourselves we doubt ourselves and we're like fuck could it really because someone else like no nah, i can't i can't see it so you're doubting yourself straight away Imagine being born into a world and your truth has already been taken away from you. So without you even realizing it, you're already doubting yourself. Because as we explained earlier, you're born into a world where we're told we're actually moving a thousand miles an hour. That sun is not actually moving. So sometimes your senses are wrong. Every experience we have as a human being on this plane is experienced through our senses. That's the only way you've had that experience. If I took them all away, there'd be just emptiness. So every experience, that doesn't include your thoughts, by the way. So everyone thinking and telling us these theories, that's still thought, that's not your experience. So from day one, we're already questioning our own experience. So when we do have these amazing, magical, spiritual, ghost-like moments, God-like moments, we've already got that self-doubt. And that then becomes your truth, right? So then people get scared to speak their truth because the ego will take over and other people will ridicule them of their truth. So then they keep it in, but they know I, I had that feeling. So if we're already starting off with a dodgy uh, foundation, how the hell, actually I don't like to use that word anymore. How can we, <laughs> how can we actually move forward in life if we're already working off something that's not right? And this is a key part. As soon as you get this and be okay to learning something new because the whole world's being deceived here. As soon as you get it, you're then going to laugh. How have we got away with, how have they got away with this all, all my life? How are people this brainwashed to not see it, to feel it? And when you can start now explaining, I've had this experience, you made me feel this way. This is how I felt. No one can ever take that away from you. So if you felt it, you've had that experience, that's real. That's as real as it can be. It could be from an internal perspective or external, but that's real. So you, you can then start speaking your truth, being okay with your truth, because that is what you felt. Ah, mate. Ah, mate, that was so a Hey, bro, every now and again, I've got to salute you, brother. That was, that was 
The thing is, this is the thing, people. There's no ego involved in this. We have been ridiculed over this stuff for years. And the thing is, ridiculed with the greatest respect by people that have not looked into any of it. And like I said to you, Harry, how I start the conversation now with people is this. It's simple. Before you get aggressive with me, start calling me names. Let's make sure we define our terms on what it is you actually are going to tell me you believe. So first of all, let's start with the people standing upside down in Australia that are being flung around at a thousand miles per hour. All the cars, all the buildings and all the rest of it not falling off, sticking to it. All the water in all the world sticking to it. You got a, We're on a 15 degree tilt. We're shooting around the earth, uh, sorry, shooting around the sun at 666,000 miles an hour, numerology. We're traversing through the fucking universes and the galaxies at over 5 million miles per hour, okay? That's where your starting point is. And what they realize instantly is their foundation goes... <laughs> because... Has that sunk in? That, what I've just said is, is your narrative. That's what you start as. That's what, and you see the faces drop. And that's beautiful because it's not being egotistical. No. I would never patronize anyone in that position, although it's been done to me for years. And to you. <laughs> you lost, you've lost a lot more friends than me, mate. <laughs> but point being, and again, I'm, I'm going to keep this. I love the fact we're darting in and out of what we're doing professionally now as coaches because this is all part, believe it or not. And this is what this chat's going to do. Have it. This is making, I'm getting rid of this anger. I'm telling you, this is working, mate. This, this, this is the, impo the importance of this. This is all part of, of also your health. Because this is what we've witnessed with people that have been told they're dying over the last eight years. So regardless of what you think we say, I couldn't give a toss in respect to these people. Because these people just give you truths because that's all they've got left at that stage is truths. Their truths. That, and they just want to live. Can you imagine that? Having that over you. Right, so let's give another example of what you believe in. Okay, so the moon. The moon is illuminated by the reflection. It reflects off of the sun, right? And we all know how hot the sun is, well, especially for me and you, how they're being blessed to be in Brazil and Spain at the minute. But um, the sun's really hot, right? So it's reflecting. <laughs> oh, and this is another experiment. You can, I'm giving you stuff, people, you can do yourself as well. And this is what's wonderful about this, because you can do this yourself. Take any thermometer, any thermometer you've got. Wait for a, a nice night where you've got the moon out, nice big moon, flashing down. Take, in fact, no, you need two. Sorry, you need two thermometers. You, or you can shift them. But with two, it'd be better. Put one in the shade and put one directly in the moon. Now, before I tell you what happens, as fact, and you can go and fucking do this yourself, and you go, oh, my God. What should happen with the narrative? The moonlight is a reflection of the sun. Obviously, the shade, as we know, when the sun's out, the shade is the cooler place. And obviously, it's reflect. So the moonlight will be warmer. The moonlight is noticeably colder than the shade. You can do this yourself. So again, that's another thing that you can do from your... Beautiful place now of knowing. Oh, I'm meant to be here. You ain't got to be religious, people. To think it, this is the fucking truth. You ain't got to be religious. You ain't got to subscribe to anything other than yourself. And your internal, inherent, godly knowledge that, all right. So that's another thing that just proves you're lying and taking away 
what is the most important part of every life that you witness. Kids that come into the world, come into this foundation, all good willing, where you've got a, a foundation, a solid foundation of a family. And my heart goes to anyone who doesn't have that opportunity as my disclaimer. But I've witnessed my children come into this earth and the importance of the unity between my wonderful wife and myself. And I've failed her loads of times. That I, I, I idolize that woman. She's far better human being than I am. That I've seen how important a foundation is in that setup. I've worked on building sites. And I can tell you as fact in any building trade, what you have to get right first and foremost is your foundations. And if you get it just a little bit off, that could be your whole project and all these houses and all these complexes you're building destroyed. So, yeah, there's another example which the moonlight is actually colder than the shade. At the same time, in the same place, you can do it with two different thermometers. So, again, that tells us that the sun is not illuminating the moon. It's self-illuminating. That's a fact. Look it up. Have you got your toilet roll there as well, just as an example? Also, I'm, I'm snotting, my snot is drying up a bit, though. <laughs> <laughs> right, so two secs, I'll, I'll, I'll come on to that as well. So, yeah, yeah so we got, we got, again, all the technology that NASA tell us that we have. They've got these satellites that have been up there for multiple amount of years, but they've, and they've taken all the debris and all the sunlight and all the pounding that space apparently throws at you, it's dodged a few meteorites on the way, and they've still survived up there. So that, first of all, that's some incredible technology that they've got, metals and stuff to make these satellites work. We've also got um, technology that sends imagery like light years away. So if we've got all that technology, surely there should be a technology that we send one of our satellites Mate, can you acknowledge that comment? Sorry, because someone's actually pitched in, and you know, you, I, I was going to ask for your info. I can't, oh, can't you I see can't, it? I can't see now. All right, well, listen, just so you know, Satori 2015 went, laugh out loud, you boys are so tough knowing a hidden secret. Glad you're sharing this experience together. Live and let live. Kiss. So I'm going to interpret that as a positive, because you could be into that <laughs> thinking you fucking plonkers. <laughs> Which is fine. That's the beauty of this. But sorry, we, we always have to acknowledge. How come you can't see him? I don't know. It's just got the last person joined, and that's the last one. There's, no, there's nothing else there. Uh, I'll check after the settings. But anyway, so yeah, just to acknowledge. But he's going back to the technology you were saying, mate. Sorry. Yeah, so, so we've got, we got the technology, and really we could get one of the, uh, the satellites that are just by Mars. So if we just turn that satellite and face the Earth, which would be an amazing documentary on we have a blue planet and stuff like that. And we've got all the technology that lives in the forests and travels with all the different animals. I'd love to be able to just have one documentary on that's our, that's our earth. Like, well, look at that. So let's say that we have got that technology because they, they must be working on something. You throw the little commandments on. We're going to turn it on. Right. We've got access to this camera. We're going to turn around. James, hold the, um, the, the thing up. So I'm sitting on Mars uh, this way. Like that. Okay. So I'm sitting on Mars on my new satellite looking back at the Earth. I can see the entire 
earth there, like a big blue ball. So, James, can you just give an example where someone in Iceland would be? Oh, you're, you're testing me geography now. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> At the top, North Pole. <laughs> okay, so we got we got someone in the North Pole. I'm shit with geography, mate. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I, I can see, so I can see Iceland because I can see the whole earth. And can you show me where Australia is? Oh, no, no, it's down there. <laughs> okay, so we can see James. So in Australia, I can see it. So really, the people will be upside down, right? So if I now get my, <laughs> if I get my super duper zoom in camera, and I'm going to zoom in, like James, if you just put your finger like this underneath. <laughs> what this way or this way? Like, so you'll be like that underneath. So like that. Someone, yeah, so that's a little person that's upside down. <laughs> and I'm going to keep zooming in. I'm going to zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, zoom in. At what point does that person then flip up standing the right way up? Because if I zoomed in, <laughs> you would see it upside down. And I could take a photo of it. I'd be able to see all the buildings upside down. And I don't know. When you get in closer, you can see it. Like, well, think about it. That's logical. And yet, all I'm asking, <laughs> please someone just explain how that works. Without getting a whole booklet of all these different numbers and multiplications and stuff, just, just show me an example. And this is another thing about truth. It is so easy to bring it back to basics where you can go, yeah, fucking hell, that, that don't seem right. Well, I can't even find the answer, mate. I've literally looked the whole time. There's truth. The same with these vaccines at the moment. Whatever anyone tries saying about them, there's no evidence, there's no proof to say that they work. None. And everyone that is a pro-vaxxer and have it and everyone else is selfish, all I do is just ask people, please show me that one main proof just to give me the confidence to take the vaccine. All I want to see is one, maybe a bit of peer review papers, maybe some uh, credible doctors <laughs> talking about it too. Yeah, just, just, just one thing. Like, and I can hear all these other people saying that there's dying, there's blood clots and stuff, but just one and I'll be open to it. Not, not one. So just on that, how can I determine that's true? If I'm waiting for someone else to give me the information, I'm having questions. Can you see what's happening here? Imagine now I've got an illness and I've got these questions. I don't really know what's going on. And that person over there has said, the scientist, like the moon landings and stuff, that scientist says, oh no, you've got this, this and this, and now you need to do this. And I'm... Um, doesn't make sense, but I'm putting my trust into someone else without at least looking into new information. And this is where me and James come in. We've been looking at stuff, alternative ways of thinking for a long, long combined period amount of time. We've always just looked to find what the answer is. There's been many occasions where me and James have been completely wrong, completely way off. But something's mm -hmm. come to the light and say, yeah, you're well off there. Go down that route. Okay, back down again. Again, it's finding the right answer. Not one person can challenge me to say I'm, uh, well, everyone can challenge me and say I'm wrong, but not one person can then provide me just a, a bit of information that makes sense, that can be backed up with science, that can be justified by you. You explain that whole like mathematician equation to me. How does that make sense? Well, no, trust a scientist. Mate, it's Bang on, and, and you touched on a few things that I'm trying to, cause, oh yeah, that's one of the last things you said as well. This is the thing. It has to be verifiable. It has to be. Otherwise, repeatable, measurable, 
and verifiable. Verifiable, yeah. So it has to be because, of course, why would it? How could it be to to reach empiricism, which is where? Can you imagine in this pandemic, you need empiricism, especially now the fact that again, whatever you believe, okay, whatever you believe. What's actually happening is now there talks already of a permanent vaccination regime <laughs> off of what is currently happening. So please fact check me off of what is currently happening is a virus with a, with a survival rate of over 99%. Over 99%. That's the actual fuck. Sorry. I'm going to fuck it. <laughs> That's the actual fucking statistics. Because this is disgusting. It's over 90%, 90, or 99%, excuse me, 90%, 99% is a survival rate, especially in people under, what is it, under 30? Or like, that's a big amount of people. Like, and I'm not saying, oh, there's a, the stats don't raise dramatically. <laughs> like it, all we know is 99% of people <laughs> will survive it. Like, that's, and, and, that's, that's so like saying that you, you've got you've got a 1% dying of a plastic <coughs> in a swimming pool and you've got a 1% dying of that like you take your chances going swimming <laughs> mate you've got more chance right you've got more chance I saw one of these things the other day which was um, it was a thing that was and it said like a uh, uh, what was it? Like something like kill kill rates that are verifiable. And it was like shark attack. Like and you can imagine all the different and like and then COVID <laughs> rock rock bottom. Rock bottom. And you think, well yeah, because it's night and again, this is what's actually cognitive dissonance. See how it all loops in, I know. People then people argue against that because they don't want it to be wrong. And they also are hating this person is speaking their truth very confidently. Or oh, they're just, they think they know it all. No, not at all. I'd like to know a lot of stuff. I'd like to know more stuff, but I don't know it all. And if you can show me some more information where I can know some more, I'm more than open to it. But no one can. Mate, so it, but the thing is, so I've got to add to that quickly. Is, we're only telling them we're, everything we've said. I'm just recounting everything you've said so far. You're you're verbatim in pretty much. I mean, the, the actual what the narrative is anyway. So it's not. I'm no emotion involved. That's just what is actually happening. It's 99% survival. That's, that's what it is. Is no emotion attached to it. The vaccine is an experimental drug. Been admitted. That's actually happening. So it's not trying to put any. I'm just saying. That's what's happening. Sorry, we're not, giving, we're, so we're, not giving you, we're not giving you two theories to say that, oh, actually, we're being held to this ball or gravity. We're, we're just giving you information that you're told is truth, and we question it. So, again, you show me what the answer is. If you can come in, look, boys, it's this and this, and this is why it's done that, and it makes sense. Oh, thanks for sharing. But that's, that's the funny thing is that <laughs> there's nothing, nothing. And the more I call people out on this, then they get really angry. You can see this ego going ding, 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 ding. Yeah. One, yeah. I've, got a fold, I've got a folder on my phone now because anyone wants to have a debate about the moon landing, please, please, but just be warned. We're going to do this in front of people. I'm going to ask you just to share your opinion on the stuff. 
and I'm going to show you how wrong you are, and I'm going to back it up with so many different ways. I'm going to ask you just to explain all those parts. It won't work. So what happens is, is that people can't bring their truth to the table, which is fine. You're not at that place, and it sounds arrogant, but it's truth now. It's it's show me what is truth, and then I can be open to changing. But if you can't, mm. and you come at mm. me to be negative to me, then I'm just going to meet you. Yeah. Personally, yes, yeah, the personal attacks. You're fucking stupid. You're fucking. This. Yeah. All I the names now. under the sun. <laughs> yeah, I, la I laugh now. And um, again, it has relevance in our lives because when people find their own truths, when people are more confident in their own decisions, then whatever life throws at them, they can handle it. They're in power now. And guess what? When we're in that position, we heal. We feel better. We make other people feel better. So there's a bigger significance to all this because it is truth. Truth slaps you right in the face. Truth hurts. Truth brings awareness to your life at the moment and you now have a choice of what to do with it. And if you choose the other bit that because you want it to be that, that's when we suffer too because your soul deep down knows what the answer is. Your ego won't let you go because you're worried what people in your family will say. You're worried what your friends will say. Because there's one or two people out there that are speaking up a bit strange and, and very confident with it. It's changing more and more now, though. The world is waking up. Yeah, yeah. And people now, and people. even yeah, within our clients. So I want to like that is. I just I just thought of, I thought of that beautiful young girl, Daisy, that 15 year old. This girl is. She's incredible. Spoke to her. She's been bullied through a about of chemotherapy that she didn't want to under the threat from our court system. This is all relevant as well, Hazard, to, 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 the, to the lie about heliocentrism, to then how, how we don't realise how little legally, not lawfully, legally, how little legally we are in control of, of our, as parents, most precious, precious things in the world, your children. This little girl has been bullied in her family. They, they was managed. I've been coaching her now for a good few months. We have our Mindful Mondays where she just basically coaches me. <laughs> She's incredible, this girl. She can hold with the breath work we do to give her. This is a good fact, fact, a truth which blows my socks off. With the breath work we're doing, Harry, she can, on an exhalation, hold her breath for three minutes and 26 seconds at 15 years old. That's incredible. Battling cancer and the importance of that, that's another conversation. But back to the point. They got bullied that if she didn't take this treatment that she didn't want to do and she, in her own words, is feeling fine and well because she's fit, she's exercising, she's eating like an absolute perfectly. She's doing everything. Tick, tick, tick everywhere. And guess what? She's telling you she feels really good in herself and the scans are showing that there's no growth, hasn't been for a while, which in itself is amazing. And to top it off, a couple of the private scans showed that there might have been a reduction in, in the, the main tumour. So this is what the family have got. They've done it themselves. They've, excuse me, batted off the NHS for... A while now, Hazard, you know how long this has been going on, right? And uh, this brave little girl, 15-year-old girl at the centre of it, 
never being acknowledged. Like I've told you all the stuff. I won't give everything this evening on this, but because I want to make it relevant to what we're saying. But you know how bad. I mean, I mean we, we've got previous videos in it, haven't we? For anyone who is interested in watching, it's on this channel, right? Lads talk health. There's a plug. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, all, it's awful. It's eye opening. It's eye opening as well. And again, if you just listen to the story. You'll see that we're being lied to. There's not one questionable doubt you can have after hearing all of the examples that are given for this family that they're being looked after. They're t being told the truth. Not one. It's the same with the vaccines. It's the same with COVID. It's the same with the elections in America. It's the same with the world that we live on. It's the same with 9-11. It's the same with the moon landings. Let's go even more creative. Same with dinosaurs. You're told you live on this world where... We come from a big fart in space, the Big Bang, and out of nothingness <laughs> was everything. Like, that doesn't make sense. That makes you feel so irrelevant, so significant as a human being that what is the point? What is my meaning? And then you're told as a kid, oh, there's more sand, grains of sand, than there is stars. Uh, there's more stars, sorry, than there is grains of sand. <laughs> like, one hand is a lot. <laughs> there's more <laughs> stars than that. Again, you're just a little speck in nothingness. If you're told that we're yeah. the only things that are here and all the lights in the sky are the same lights in the sky that are same, stay in the same places every single year, astrology, star signs, it's being around, it's the only truth that you do have actually when you look up in the sky. That is your truth, that's your clock. So yeah. just that alone, like that, that should tell you a lot of stuff already. And you can't argue any of this at all. And I, I wanted to. I wanted to the whole time. This is <laughs> the beauty of this is the beauty of it. Whatever you're told now, you always take with a pinch of salt. Uh, salt. You always say, let me just find out just a little bit. And once you get good at looking into stuff, you find the answers very quickly through credible people, through justification, for you to at least come to your own truth for this moment in time. And again, as we always say, there's nothing wrong with changing that. There's so many things that you believed 10 years ago that you were adamant about, and I don't do this and do And now you do it. I wouldn't have kids with the... Now you've got three kids. Like, it happens. Life, life is changing. It's adapting all the time. If you're holding on to it, again, that's suffering. You literally go with the flow, the, uh, the path of least resistance. And once you become more aware of it, then you get more excited about all of these things that happen in front of us. We don't have these days that we're given, these dates and numbers. It just, life is just unfolding. We put our own trap on ourselves by the weeks and the months and stuff. Every week, how are you? I've had a bad week. Why? I've trained twice this week. What? Imagine if you got rid of the weeks. I've just trained twice. I haven't trained for a while. I'm going to train back again now. Brilliant. <laughs> Stop <laughs> putting all these containers on ourselves. And again, we put this container of this universe, which... You can't prove any of it. It just makes you <laughs> insignificant. And I'm going to add another caveat. So just to make sure that we're, we're all on the same page here. Right? Oh, there's so many. Which one am I going to go with? Actually, so I want to keep them ones that are relatively simple. Yeah. Yeah, we will. Polaris. Polaris... The northern star is in the... I know we've touched on it, but that needs to resonate. Is in the same flipping place. It's like almost we're experiencing something that's just there, 
above us. <laughs> it's just there. Because it's always there. Now that is impossible if we're this space ball. It, 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 it's there. It's there. Like again, this is their narrative. This is their narrative. And Harry, you keep smashing the arse out of bringing it back to the coaching side of things. I need to try and pitch in and, and, and match your levels at the minute, mate. Keep me on the toes. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'm going to just give a little touch more about the little girl story. Let's put it this way, because you should watch the video, it's worth a watch. The powers that be, because bear in mind, it's the powers that be, the title tell us all the narratives, bear in mind, this is now the powers that be in the medicinal field, where they, because of legal legislations, there aren't laws because the only actual crime that there can ever be to really make it lame is there has to be a victim. Everything else then is, is interpretations of people's agendas. Think about that for a minute. There has to be a victim. So this family, mum and dad put yourself in their shoes, powers that be have bullied this little girl into an aggressive form of chemotherapy where the hospital had been spiteful and because they managed to bat them off for so long by the threat of, of court proceedings to, to as negligence which means so excuse me social services can can take your child right this is this is the world we're living in this is what's going on at the moment a young girl who all she wanted to do was, in her own words, I'm getting better. I, I know I am. And what's scaring me, and this is pretty much verbatim, what's scaring me is going from a place of where I've built myself so much control into something which is the unknown. With no, not one, I'm, not, I'm going to just wrap up this, has it, not this chat, if we can still do a bit more, there's a couple more points I want to make. Um, but there's absolutely no guarantee of any healing from the treatment that they're offering, which they're now bullied her into taking. And there's way more to it than that, which is why it's worth watching. There's two videos in it, as us over two videos you beautifully host. Um, so yeah, so again, think about the whole, look, look, this is what, this. think how, how messed up you, you say, that can't happen. Think about it as a parent, that happening to you. You have to witness it and, and be, and then it's, it's devastating. So, yeah, this is, is it really hard to think that they, this, this giant fantasy story, which is all based on theory, is it hard to think that that might, just might be worth questioning, which then means, why are you taking away the fact that if, if that's all bollocks and you can't prove any of these things, you cannot prove them, experientially, not one, then that means what we witness, and I'm not religious, but I'm a dad, I've witnessed creation, and I, I'm proud of the part I played in two way, well three, because we lost a child, three way better beings, souls than, than me. Maybe there's a creator. Maybe this is a design. Maybe the nature, when you cut a pomegranate and it looks like the brain, and it's actually good for the brain, and that's just one example, that wow, pretty fucking special. That, that means that also then, 
we have to all be equal. Who's going to create a difference? <laughs> We're creating God's image. Think of all the religious scriptures that I don't subscribe to, but I think the message is in everything. All we have to do is creator. Surely I'm, a, I'm just as creative and as created as anyone else on the planet. What a different world that would be. Mm-hmm. If everyone knew that. Knew it. So it's not, oh, there's going to always be arguments. No. Not if you knew it. Because all of the other stuff is just stuff with experience, which is based on something we can't verify. Why would they put us into this? There's a lot of shit that happens in the world. You haven't got to scratch the surface. Look what happened recently in Afghanistan with the, the pulling out of the troops and all that. Like, look what's going on. And there's more stuff happening. Why is it all speeding up? Why is there so much shit going on, Hazard? Why? Why? Maybe there's something on the verge. Maybe we are on a precipice of something that could go our way. Because when you start knowing this, you think, hold on, if everyone knew that and all of a sudden that became reality, you all knew you was equal. There was no wanting to be more. You just all beat. It's not even a word, but I'll pattern it. We all just beat together on an equal. What a, what a place to experience that would be. Just on, on the equal bit, because like finances equals power. But really, if we just, just think about the logic of this, you've got two babies being born onto this planet. They're like this fucking amazing creation. They're both laying on their back. And literally, they didn't live their life. You just press fast forward, and they both grown up to two adults, and they've fallen in their roles based on what their family was before. That, that, who determines what one's more powerful as a person? What one has the authority to talk down on you versus the other one? If you just sped them up, they're going into their things. What gives them more power? and special and, and highness and nothing. It's all made up. Like if you, even if you just think of what money is, there are numbers in your bank account. It's not even <laughs> physical anymore. It's like they're not there. It's just like it doesn't mean anything. And that, that's a, uh, the condition that we've been into is that we've already got a social class based on what someone else has said, based on their stories and their theories of what truth is and we've gone and accepted it and unfortunately we've been born into this world which is a big lie but more and more people are waking up just to find out the answers and guys i'm really going to highlight now meditation 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 because (laughs) that that is where you connect with your feelings your experiences and if you then want to connect with god which i would have never said the word god a few years ago but God for me is that creator that James mentioned. Not a man with a beard, not just one little spot in the sky. God is everywhere around us. So when you then can tap into your experience senses, you don't ever have to think about God anymore. You're already feeling him. And then because that's my feeling, that's my experience, I felt the wind on me. I felt the sun rays go on my, my face. No one can take that away from me because I know my own truth now. And that's, that's the key part is knowing your truth is a feeling, it's experience that it stays with you. You were present at that moment. Mm-hmm. No, one can, no one can say from the other end, no, that wasn't real. Yeah, it was. 
Uh, I've got to say, you know, bang and flow, breathe the bliss. Sorry if I missed anyone's comments. I realised earlier I stuck on a comment and there's other people who said stuff, but breathe the bliss, uh, breathe the bliss just said meditation is waking the fuck up. It really is. And the beauty is you haven't got a study, although you have got to work at it because how you, I could have, Harry, let's just be real. Mate, I could have killed you. Will you just keep at it, James. Just keep at it. For about 12 weeks, I quit my job in the pandemic. This guy was like, you need to be a life coach. I was like, oh, I didn't hurry yet. <laughs> then I was like, ooh, ooh, I'm, I'm the one income, decent income. I've just quit my job, babe. Babe, I've just quit my job, babe. Going to be a life coach. <laughs> and then I was like, meditation, meditation, meditation. For 12 weeks, 12 weeks, I meditate for every day. Why? Because I wasn't working. <laughs> So I had the opportunity to, and I went at it, and for 12 weeks, food call actually happened with the bliss, food call. And then one night after a long day of doing something that Harry's part of, that we're incredibly proud of being involved in, I was beat on my feet, and I laid down in all the gear, <laughs> and just thought, oh, if anything's going to happen, it's going to happen tonight. But and my ego's going, no, it's not happening. No, no, it's not happening. You're just wasting your time. And then all of a sudden, I'm aware of I'm having this conversation almost like I'm having this conversation, really. And But I'm not moving. My mouth's not moving. And even though I'm recalling this story, I don't give a shit what anyone says. in my experience. It's giving me the freaking the, the shivers on my arms, remembering, because it felt like my arms were floating up. And I was like, Oh, is this it? And again, I'm aware. Oh, I just said, oh, is this it? It's still happening. I've not come out of it. Fuck me, I'm so, I'm fucking somewhere in that, mate. I don't know how long it was for. It was probably only a few minutes. It felt like forever. And it was acknowledging almost the inner, you, you've worked at it. Because you do have to work at it. Because you have to have a good look at yourself as well. Because things will come up. If you take time... To start looking, so here, here's a, again, here's a funny concept, how about this? You take time just for even one day, one day, where all day you concentrate on appreciating yourself, just the way as you are, and observing what you think about yourself once you start observing your thoughts, just for one day, so it's, it's Humor me. Bit of self-development for a day. Because this is something we've witnessed with people that, like I said, we work with people that have been told that they're going to die. And we use these techniques. This is stuff we've learned and we're bloody proud of. <laughs> uh, to get people to start observing how they think, which then they realize that, oh, my God, I'm never thinking about what's going on. I'm always worrying about something else that's already happened or reading the future, engaging off this, something that's already happened, you can't do nothing about it. There's another bad thing around the corner. You're not living in the present moment. You're not living in the now. So you've got no control over anything, let alone trying to heal yourself. You're, you're not even with yourself right now. You're, you're somewhere else. So bringing it back to your now and realizing, and again, it's a knowing and it's a lovely feeling. You see it, didn't you, when the penny drops with people, the, the feeling of, oh, fucking hell, yeah, of course. Like, why do I worry so much of the time about a load of bollocks? 
that's always taking my attention away. I'm not concentrating on my missus or my, my husband or my kids. Like, I, I was guilty of this. This is from experience as well. Working with Hazard, I realised how unpresent I'd been with my kids to the detriment of my son's linguistics to an extent, which is a long story, which I let him down on. And it was a big learning to come present. It was like, pow, fuck me, where have I been? Why wasn't I paying attention? So that, again, is a real story. <laughs> that's my experience. And, that's an ex and you've all got these experiences. This is the beauty of coaching. What we do is we just let you know how great you are. That's all it is. And why wouldn't you pay a bit of money for that? And if we shine that light straight through you as well. Like, it's the truth. And what me yeah. and James, again, me and James are so confident now with our truth. And it has to come from a place of love. Like, everything we do has to come from that place of love. Like, so there's no spitefulness when we do talk about other people. There's, there's no, like, putting my agenda on it. Everything, I will tell you my truth and how I feel at that time. But I'll also ask you questions from a place of love. But we'll ask questions that... Most people be like, oh, they might find it offensive. If we're doing it from a place of love, the only person that shows their, um, their true colours will be the one who's taken offence, which is yourself. And that's then when we, we make you aware of it. Why did you react like that on that topic? And this is the key bit, is when it wakes people up, you become self-aware and you self-observe your, yourself. And it's a beautiful thing because you catch yourself in these moments where normally you would just get fucking wound up for your whole day. <laughs> and, you catch, and you catch yourself, you're like, what am I doing? Look at the effect that's on me. Look how they reacted. Yeah. Like, you correct yourself and you let go of it. And all of a sudden life becomes like, well, you become this big student of life. Every single day, what have I done that? What can I learn from it? What do I do differently? Just constantly. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's such a powerful thing. And taking back that ownership, again, this is all part of the big, big picture. It all goes back to, guess what? You've got these five soul senses. That's what you've got. And no matter what any story you get told, they're yours. You can experience them. And think about how much we can see that they tell us is something completely different from what we're seeing. Think about that for a minute. Stuff that we can see that they'll tell us, no, that's not what it is. <laughs> and at the same time and at the same time no we can't give you a we might be able to give you a theory on it you're not allowed to argue with it and you're you're the woo woo donut yeah, if you question something that yeah you're in that case if you're questioning something that you can experience with your eyes like I said from where I live in Spain to Morocco I can experience it without even flipping a, a telescope, but we would, like I said, my son's telescope is really is brilliant. Um, but we get told so many things that make us believe we're not in control of our senses, our now. But if if all of a sudden that's all you've got, okay. So we definitely have all been created equal. Now, what I choose to do with that cannot be judged. There's no need for comparisons. There's no racial shit, sex. There's nothing. Because if everyone's equal and you're on that equilibrium, all of a sudden you have no room for anything else if that is what it is. And you experience that with your children. 
like these feelings of this, of this love, this abundant, powerful, that's more powerful than any of the other shit. <laughs> All that crap that we get fed to believe in, believe, because they won't say you can do it. Come on, who, who out of us is going to go to the moon? <laughs> with, and these moody stories you get seen, with, it's just ridiculous. Uh, and, and they make you feel, like you said, this is the important part, it's the insignificance, it's the creating a, a false, falsified broken foundation that all we have to do is look inwards and realize, hold on, these things just make sense. They just make sense. So where, wherever your mind's at, what's the relevance to this? Think about whatever you're stressed about or whatever else. If you can just bring it back into yourself for a moment, Right, why am I so stressed about work? Am I working, am I living to work or am I working to live? Where, where am I with that? Is it actually worth being scared to go for that job interview that you've, 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 you've done it, you've taken that little step and you've done it at work even and they've responded, fucking hell, that was... And, but then all of a sudden the ego goes, no, 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 you've got to be loyal to this firm. Why have you ever got to be loyal to any firm or place of employment when you really break it down to its absolute microbiome level? Why haven't you got to be most importantly focused on the one thing that you've got throughout this, however many years you get on, on earth, why would you not the whole time just be focused on what you're making sure makes you happy in what you're doing rather than being fearful of a change because most of my clients if not every single one there's always been a need to just change the way they look at things to see the change and that's all it is you, you change you just think all i've been doing i'm just looking at it i'm not experiencing it that way because it's it's not happening the stuff i'm pushing myself into is not even happening but i'm telling me that's going that's going to happen that's going to happen Come on, think about it for a minute. Just re reel it back. Actually, if I just thought, no, actually, I can choose to do whatever I want. Whatever I want. As long as you're not hurting. Like I said, the only crime in life is, is as long as you're not a victim of what you're doing. Who's to say it ain't your right to do anything else that takes you out of a place, and we've seen it, of... of in, yeah, obviously, like you said, some people have passed, but the way they've passed, the strength and the teachings they've passed on to us, it, again, ah, oh, that's a good, perfect segue from one of my, I love this line, like, you might think we talk shit, but like I've said on any video I'm on when this comes up, what you can never take away is that experience of working with incredible people of all ages that have been given horrific sentences, labels, uh, and then how they've showed up. That is something we've experienced, which is, has changed me and Hazard massively for the better. And there's a key example, again, the life lesson. These people have been told they're going to die. So if they continue doing the same things, they will die. They have to change for life to go a different direction because it's not serving you, which means it's obvious. You have to change, right? Everyone would agree. Guys, you're going to have to change. You're going to have to do something. So if now you're presented with some new information about your life, it's okay to change. It's hard to accept because that is the same. Truth hurts. 
it truly hurts because it then shows you how much of your life has been a lie and how much you've wasted energy arguing points that you actually knew nothing about and then got really angry and insulting and then put every other part of your agenda onto this one amazing human soul just because they stuck up for their self and backed it up and come from a place of love to just help people move forward in life. It's, it, it weighs it up. So I'm challenging people is just to be open to change. And like we always say, we're sharing the information for you to go and look up. We've got a telegram group as well now, because a lot of information is censored. I've got a telephone group that's got so many documentaries, which I'd say just take the time to watch. At the very least, it's very interesting just to even understand what we've been taught about history to then being shown an alternative way, then to back it up with all the photos, evidence, scriptures. And then it also allows you to start making choices for yourself based on how you feel it and your experiences from when you're being presented by someone else. And you'll soon come to the reality that a lot of the stuff you see on the TV is bullshit. And again, the foundations part that I love more than anything now is that I can make these decisions very quickly Anyone that tells, talks about space and talks about it is wrong straight away now. I don't need to waste my time learning, taking all this new information on, because he's wrong. Until you can show me that the earth is spinning, everyone that talks about space is wrong. Until you can show me how we actually went to the moon, everyone who talks about that is wrong. So again, people try to come up with all these arguments, but they're doing it off of a wrong foundation. And this is the, the most important part. If we can simplify life, let's just go back to the first bits they said, coronavirus. Let's go back to China, with people fainting on the streets, just collapsing, dying, being dragged across the pavements. Where did that happen? Anywhere else? We're told that's what coronavirus does, did you? That's what we could trace it back to. Let's ask that question. What happened with that? No one can answer that bit, but yet we go and accept, oh, the PCR test and, and that of the cases... What about this first bit? Same with the flu. Where did the flu disappear to last year? Can someone please... <laughs> I've got it. It's just gone. Can someone please explain to me where it went? How did it go? Like, well, they wore masks. There was a lockdown. That doesn't make any sense because coronavirus is still here. The overall, yeah, so it, again, just simplifying it to the, the simple questions first. Get the answers at the foundation, the origins. And this is why the... the the past is so important. We don't know our history. It's his story. Normally, his story would be based on winners who can rewrite history. But there's clues. There's people. There's wisdom. There's a lot of stuff out there for people to get their hands on, which is censored. So James mentioned there is something happening very soon. I think it's going to really see a, a, a huge difference in the way that we treat each other, the way that we learn. If there's no censorship, this information is going to be there like in a flash. And the stuff that we can do as human beings, I think, is it's going to be special. But what we're going to find is if we can all just speak our truth, literally just say exactly how we feel, but again, from a place of love, nothing's out of spite. I don't like the way you do that. It makes me feel like this. I don't like that because it makes me feel that. If we just lived the world like that and being okay with talking, in the end, it'd be what can we do? Rather than what I don't like you doing, what can we do together now? What can we work on going forward? What can we actually do to improve this plane that we live on? And then it's going to get exciting. So it's happening soon. The world's waking up. 
Uh, lots of shows. Pay attention to America at the moment. The fraud elections. January the sixth. Uh, John Durham. Pay attention to him. He's coming out. But all these things are going to start showing themselves. As James said, it's all happening just about the same time. It's called the Great Awakening. Yeah, and again, it starts with yourself. And as soon as you start looking at yourself, everything. You, your eyes, you, you really see things differently. And don't get me wrong, you, at times, of course, you doubt, you still, I still argue with my missus at times, Mr. Stay Present and Don't, that you still experience <laughs> life. You still experience life. That's cool. But he's knowing, okay, that's cool. <laughs> that's just how we're supposed to be. And I can learn, I can choose to think, oh, I can just learn from that. Why wouldn't I? Because in the end, it will make things easier. It'll, that, that, that throwing off that energy you you will feel it when you know you pissed the missus off without even saying anything. So you also do know. Let's not let's not not be cheesy, guys uh, and girls. When you know you feel that your loved ones that, that their gratitude for just your existence, just that you love that partner, that's your soul partner. Is <laughs> all there in our language, which is another big thing. Don't get me started on common law. I don't know how long you want to go for, <laughs> yeah. but just very quickly. You want to, you want to map up in a sec, yeah? Yeah, well, yeah, no, let's do what, mate. I was going to say, there are going to be a lot more of these truth talks as well. Yeah. Truth, truth wins on everything that you look at in life. Everything. And the key part is, is for you to find your own truth. We're sharing information which will challenge what you currently going with the narrative that we're going with but all i'm asking is just to look into the stuff but also a lot of people will be coming at you with all sorts and trying to sell you everything we can present to you like a, there could be a whole route that we can go with start with that one then go this one one of the best ones to go back in with i think trace it all the way back world war one's the jfk the 9-11 there's a documentary it's quite a long one that just shows you how these people get their self with wars, they fund each one, they provide weapons and vehicles and uniforms, so they benefit. Then they realize, well, this is actually quite incredible. Let's fund the other war. And they start all these wars, the war in the Middle East, the war on terror. Before it was a war on war Germany. Once you beat Germany, the war's over. Now it's war on terror. Terror never ends. So we just keep doing all these wars, distraction, but it's finally got to a halt, and, and Afghanistan's the final straw. So, again, it's finding your own truth now because it's going to ruffle a lot of feathers all over the world. And to be told that the light that you've been born into and all the cartoons and all the films and everything that says that we're in space too is not actually real, <laughs> you're going to have a lot more questions. Uh, as you wrapped up that one, I'm going to mention one last thing in my closing then. And as well, wow, again... Think about the ball. I won't, I won't label this to completely not emotional, but truthful. Think about the things that you're told that you don't know for sure is happening, which actually, if you thought about it in a different way, it would instantly change your life to the better. So that, that, that how, much, how much of that makes up our, our realities? Let's really be honest with yourself. And then what we know is happening is things like the horrific trade of children in sex trafficking. Yeah. 
And I did a, uh, a video, shout out to Dr. Charlie Ward. Dot com. I've done a, a video recently, which is quite an interesting watch. He's got a huge following, nearly 16 million people, but it's an interesting watch because it's you get. I get. I went on there trying to explain the story about this little girl, and I let my ego down because I was on there with this quite renowned and well-known author, ex, um, that, that doctor from the mainstream who peeled away. But um, I just found it a bit difficult because at one part, as as you know, this gentleman. And it's not, you know, again, this isn't a tap on him. It just happened. I went on there about the story about a young girl, you know, with the condition that she's got. And then he turned around at one point. And look, everyone's entitled to their beliefs. But saying that, you know, if a uh, child is sick, it's because of, because of the parents. And I thought, flipping neck, like, I, I, that, that got my, that, then my ego, I got angry. And I, then I didn't, you definitely could see, as you evaluated so well on me, because I always go to have you for feedback. Um, but yeah, it's it, that's actually happening, people as well. Think about that, and I don't want to leave it on the negative. It, this should empower you now, because we've touched on so many positive things. This you now think, oh yeah, that is going on. That should change instantly your way of thinking. To what am I doing? What am I really doing in my life that's making me happy? Actually happy? Because when you look at something horrific like that, you've got to look at. You have to look at yourself to appreciate the, the magnitude of what it is and then you realise what what isn't, but what actually is in your now. And it starts definitely with you. How's that is? Just to quickly, the people, I don't know who's been on, but thanks to everyone that has been on, the people that heard from beginning, I got on this call, this this Zoom, I asked David to come on, unprompted, because I was peed off and it showed on the last couple of shows that we've done. Uh, and I needed to air it. I said to you, didn't I? So this is, and this has made me feel so much better. So anyone who, look, it's, it, this is the thing. It's being able to proudly say, nice one, mate, for the chat, because it's helped. And again, this is important, people. This is coaching. It's, it's being able to have that conversation. It's not therapy. It's something so much more beautiful than that and meaningful because it all comes from you. It just needs to be sometimes, just acknowledge you, your full energy, your full, just sit down, Let's take this all in. Because I ain't, I ain't coming with an emotional expectation. I don't care how you feel, Mr. Ego or Mrs. Ego. I'm just going to talk to your soul. Mm -hmm. And know that that's what you're going to get. I love it. Yeah, we'll do more of these guys. So uh, we'll see you tomorrow anyway. Uh, we're back on Let's Talk Health. We've got a few oh, good yeah. guests line. I've got a, a few good guests line up as well, which uh, will be in the very soon. No, that's all, Nadar. See you Thank you so much for listening. If you've been interested in this content and want to reach out for us a one-on-one -on -one or group or community coaching, please don't hesitate to. You can find us at Lads Talk Health on Instagram. On Telegram, if you're interested in the natural plant medicine, Search for Rick Simpson Oil, best Rick Simpson Oil, forward slash Cannabis Oil, forward slash THC Oil. You'll also find us on Instagram at Lads Talk Health. We've got a community membership site. If you're interested, please reach out. The membership site is www.ladstalkhealth.com. And again, love to all.